Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. This is going to be episode number... Uh, it's actually going to oh. be 232. There was a lost episode 232 that I recorded with uh, patron Jake Vanderhyde, uh, but uh, scrap that shit. It's out of date now. Uh, a lot let's of just, this... <laughs> we just make it one. Let's just make it one. Let's just episode one. <laughs> no, I had... Because 231 was published June 28th. A somewhat 28 weeks ago, if I did my math right, which I really do. <clears throat> but we're back. January 8th, 2023 for patrons. January 10th. Oh, Jesus. It's been so long. I This doc's out of date. 2024 for patrons. January 10th, 2024 for everyone else. It's Steven and Steve. <coughs> we're back. Uh, it's a show about the games made in Canada, the people who make them. I'm one of those people. I'll be making them more this year. Very excited. Boom. Boom. Uh, we got Eros, who was working on the website for a bit, taking a break from that. But Highlighters has come along well. His uh, puzzle quest style Tetris score attack game. It's cute. It's beautiful. I like it. Uh, we were talking about a Canadian Games Direct, which I got a lot of buzz about, like a sort of wholesome direct, but for Canadian Games. So try to do that this year, maybe. That sounds fun. Um, and uh, all those interviews I still want to work on, too. But we're back with our weekly show. We're going to unpause the Patreon, which we paused for that gap. Obviously, we weren't going to charge you to sit on our asses and, you know, not give you a podcast. Uh, but we want to do the awards we do annually. So I'm going to publish those polls the same time I do this podcast. So you can nominate a game, preferably made by a Canadian studio, or else I'll just not count it, your nomination. <laughs> <laughs> for one of our three categories. Uh, until the 14th of January, and then you can vote on the top six from that until the 21st, and I'll review the winners, and we'll record a little pod that we publish on the 22nd. Look at that, Steve, a little attainable schedule, <laughs> a little there, goal yeah. to start it's off. Good to, the it's good to set goals. It's <laughs> like when you're depressed and you're like, okay, today I will shower. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't showered yet today, but it's only 3.30 p.m. I haven't, I haven't showered yet today. There you go. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't play a lot of Canadian games last year. Um, I just based on looks would pick Venva and I like at Brown money is a funny Twitter for the dev that that's my sole reason for going <laughs> Venva. <laughs> but you, you, were, <laughs> you were somewhat disappointed by sea of stars, weren't you, Steve? I was, yeah. Mm. Sea of stars. Is not, so what would you do uh, for our own nominees? If you don't know folks, the categories are most anticipated Canadian game, uh, best ongoing Canadian game, and then Canadian game of the year. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, my like top favorite games last year were not Canadian in general. Like, mm-hmm. like um, <clears throat> Resident Evil Four. Oh, it'd be Dead Space. Dead Space actually. Dead Space Remake by in Montreal. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's fair. Like that game was very hype. Even and that's the thing. Like these games are doing is they're being very successful and well received among people who've never played the original <laughs> and people who like the original, which I think is even more impressive. Mm-hmm. Grindstone came out on PS5 in 2023, oh, so yeah. that can just win the other one. Best yeah. ongoing Canadian game, Grindstone. <laughs> Let's give it to. Them. I'm still if playing Cyber, it. If Cyberpunk can win best ongoing game, then <sighs> then uh, technically any game that's that gets made. patches. Technically, the fourth development team oh, yeah. for That's Cyberpunk true. is CD Projekt Red Vancouver. So, And then what's the other one? Most anticipated game? Yeah, most anticipated game from a Canadian team coming out past January 1st of this year. I'd have to... I don't know. You'd have to remind me about some of them. Um, I don't know. They just... Uh, oh, they announced the Daniel Mullins next game, the Inscription Guy, Pony Island 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> ah, jeez. Probably on the spot right now. Yeah, I don't know. There's all the don't nod games coming out because they're in Montreal. They have the, the banished game and that new one revealed at the Game Awards. Uh, but that's spoiling the news of it. Oh, oh, the, the, yeah. Mine would be the uh, new supermassive game with the Dead by Daylight IP that was announced at the Game Awards because I like Dead oh, by yeah, Daylight true. and I like the supermassive style. That's all true. I got for most anticipated. No, that's we'll, fair. I we'll have to, to look at this. Something might come to us as we're doing this episode, too. 
Yeah. I'm just going through the document. I realized that the, like what we've been playing is what I was playing in the summer. So <laughs> we're just up to that. The last time we tried to record an episode in August. Oh, I remember the document when I opened it said August 9th. So I'm sorry, everyone, but <laughs> we're back. And uh, let's plug a job. We're back with a job to start off the year. Uh, Gaggle Studios is looking. Oh, I'll put the the links for all the nominate and vote stuff at the top of the show notes. Gaggle Studios, looking for a senior Unity developer with a mobile gaming focus anywhere in Canada, remote, an innovative game dev studio focused on creating social gaming experiences, embarking on an ambitious project to develop a freemium mid-core game from infancy to completion. Ah, oh, there's so many fucking buzzwords in there, Steve. I fucking love it. Uh, we are excited to invite a seasoned Unity developer with a focus on mobile gaming to join our team, helping to drive our next project from its inception to successful launch. Details in show notes. And got- in Discord. Friendly reminder, mm. we are not hiring this person. No. I've had five people message me, which is probably a good sign that like the job post is getting Oh, people get more. hired. People get hired and tell us they get hired through the thing. Yeah. Because it's always like we don't really have we still don't really have good analytics. So it's always just like <laughs> we always just post this like do people listen? But yeah, yeah I think it's just like oh man like it's so many po- so many people posting to me and just being like don't DM Steve um, details yeah. in the, the details in the job description CanadianGameDevs.com slash jobs. Uh, <clears throat> you can also get a go 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 to CanadianGameDevs.com slash events two coming up dirty rectangles of course one of our favorite uh monthly frequent semi-monthly it happens streams uh over on twitch.tv slash dirty rectangles january 10th so the evening if you're listening to this when it publishes for normies on wednesday uh 8 p.m eastern uh they have developers come on talk about their process it's it's pretty it's nice go go tune in and then if you're in Vancouver, you can go to Northeastern University and attend Quiver Games Checkpoint 2024, Friday, February 23rd. Early bird tickets, $8.79. That's pretty reasonable. It's a day of yeah. game, dev, meetup, workshop, that kind of stuff. Check it out. Nice. Description. <clears throat> All right, Steve, what should the first song we cut to in the year be? Something oh. inspirational? So this has got to be big. Um, throw, in, throw in Venba. Throw in the Venba thing. All right, we'll throw in some Venba music. I want to play that. It's it's on Game Pass. Still on Game Pass. Still on Game Pass. I have it on my wish list too. I think it's even on sale, or maybe that sale's over now. But yeah, that's that's definitely one. They he did a. Uh, interview with the kind of funny which is actually the last time i listened to kind of funny oh hell yeah um, you're a, you're a woman colin moriarty stand now <laughs> <laughs> no oh, man. parody i just want i just want place i just want playstation <laughs> content that's all i want like, yeah dude I, I get it the the it's it's definitely the thing that mo- that moment where it's like you don't know how good it was like the good time you didn't know how good it was uh, what's that line from the office? Wish someone had told me this was the good times when we were doing it. Whatever. Anyways, well, they the were point happening. is, Greg, yeah. Greg and Colin was like the peak. Oh, like, dude, like, same. Like, high school. Like, I know we were in different stages in our life, of course, but it's me in the Wolverine costume touching the glass uh, portrait yeah. of them around the mics <laughs> listening yeah. to that. But yeah, beautiful time to be alive and loving yeah. video games. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Oh, the trophy war, Steve. The trophy war is so much fun. That was all. Oh, that was good. That was good. I, I remember like kind of semi-participating in that because I got the Frogger, that Frogger game and stuff. Man, they ruin trophies. They just fucking. Oh, with the, I have like a four hundred nine so trophy level. What bullshit is that, Steve? I was trying I don't mean to anything anymore. I don't even mean that. I just mean like all the garbage easy platinums. Because oh, like, I see, I was I was uh, playing a lot of like my old games that I kind of just like played once and and 
then bounce. Like that's how I got back to Witchwood and I applied on that and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause I was trying to get back. I was trying to get to 50% on PSN profiles and I'm stuck at like 47 and a half. And I was like tired of the other, the games that were at the bottom. And I was just like, you know what? This is stupid. Cause I could just drop like, I could drop like $40 right now and buy like don't eight, do to it. Nine, eight to 10. Like, no, don't, I don't want to don't do um, eight to eight to 10 of these stupid platinum games and just, and get up to the 50%. I'm like, no, now I'm just, now I don't care. So now I'm like, it's funny. Cause I was like, I'm going to, I want to just play these games for trophies that I didn't get back to. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to go back to just playing games for trophies in general, <laughs> not just like, hmm. not the, not the old ones that I gave up on. So the point is trophies are damn you. I've been playing a lot of Nintendo lately too. Cause it's so, yeah. And <sighs> you do, you play them cause they're good games, not cause you want these extrinsic rewards for your time sunk in. No, I game. play them cause Sophia loves Mario. <laughs> That's <I> true. Just, <laughs> you want the extrinsic rewards. Yes. Uh, you know how many times I beat Mario RPG? I beat that game five times, dude. And I'm like halfway through the <laughs> next one. Thankfully, she's moved on. But I'm so, like, what do I have to show for that? Nothing. You don't mm-hmm. even believe. You don't even have to believe me. You're just like, you didn't do that. How prove it, Steve? <laughs> I could have a. I could have a trophy. You have the time spent in the uh, profile. You see how yeah, many hours and I had to you switch. Played. I had to switch profiles. I made a profile for Rush. Because I was just getting like, because the the saves are a little messed up, and I accidentally saved over one of my bean files, and I was just like, oh. and then not that it matters really. Um, anyways, we can move on. Okay, I don't even know what we're, what we're talking about. That's okay. Well, well, let's talk about some news and announcements. Uh, there's obviously been a shit ton more than we'll cover in this section since our last episode, but uh, a couple of note. I will say there's a, a new studio, Bad Brain Game Studios. Now in Canada, open in Toronto and Montreal from NetEase, <coughs> another giant media conglomerate from Asia, <laughs> like Tencent, who is opening studios all over Canada, buying studios. They're Chinese, are they? They're from China, right? Ah, you're just geez. trying to. You're, no, I don't. I don't from, remember. Maybe it's Taiwan. I forget. NetEase. Oh, I thought. I thought you were trying. No, to NetEase is that. Chinese. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so big studios opening up. All over Canada, there, there. It's cute. Um, a new IP inspired by cult 1980s movies, headed up by former Ubisoft Toronto producer Sean Crooks. Now, <clears throat> this may be slander and is backed by nothing other than you know just a, a writer's mind. But <laughs> former Ubisoft Toronto producer, last name Mr. Crooks. It's very funny. That's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> Action adventures inspired by blockbuster cinema and paranormal thrill novel novels of the 1980s. Oh, so the, we're talking like Stranger Things kind of style or what? Yeah, I my mind went. I I thought you said movies and not novels, but my mind went to the thing. I was mm. like, oh, they're okay. making like I'd go sci-fi. That sort of sh- that sort of uh, like psychological thriller stuff. I don't it's, know. I'm not kind a movie of that guy. In Stranger Things, like with because he's possessed by whatever. Mm. I only watched the first season, the season of uh, Stranger Things, so. And now he's a Zionist. Oh, is he really? The like the main dude? Yeah, no, the guy who gets possessed in season two. Like the actor is. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. neither here nor there. <laughs> I didn't know if that was like <laughs> I didn't know if that was a plot <laughs> that's point. A plot <laughs> point in the new season. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's different. <laughs> uh, yeah, he open, instead of opening a a portal to a, a Russian gulag, he just opens a portal to the West Bank and just like. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's gonna be other news, Steve, including, of course, all the bullshit from the Keelys. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I am so removed. For, I don't check Twitter anymore. No, I don't. <clears throat> I check Kotaku like weekly, GamesIndustry.biz like weekly. But other than that, I'm pretty removed. Don't even do video game podcasts. So for me, it's like a super removed experience and i just see on those sites like all these people complaining about how terrible the game awards is and like it's still and i watched the game awards and it was terrible if you think of it as an award show in which people who make games should be celebrated for their work on those games because they're all just right off screen or in a row but if it's like what it is which is truly with the announcement that e3 is ending steve what it is which is the replacement of e3 you moved it to december you have a little mini one in August at Summer Games Fest, and Joff is the new god of 
game live streams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was him kicking the king down on the chessboard. That's what that was to me. And uh, if you think of the Game Awards like that, and it does every single year get more viewers somehow, like it's like quintuple, it's like five to ten times the viewership of the Oscars and what are the, the, the Grammys aren't even contention, stuff like that. Yeah, I think he's in a bit of a rock, uh, between a rock and a hard place, because it's like, if he it was just awards, it wouldn't have the amount of money behind it and viewership and stuff like that no it'd like be like oscars, the oscars because the oscars uh, yeah, is uh, about the awards kind of yeah exactly oscars doesn't like you know announce a marvel movie or whatever um <laughs> or two marvel it, games <laughs> there but but i guess remember like, hydro stick man i'll never forget hydro stick man i see yeah you, he, won't, he won't get away for that. that but i don't know i don't i guess it's just like whatever it's like the best that we have yes um it's what it's what we deserve yeah i think like games need some sort of oscar ish thing but i don't know the the um, the the vote the the awards is like yeah it's it's almost like insulting what they do sometimes (laughs) and it's just like they just announce like boof in the pregame or whatever and then they throw in all the like Obviously, esports is huge and all this shit, but they throw in like esports coach and all this stuff. I'm just like, Joff, let's come on. That's like, the kind of shit that like does make games probably like it is probably like all that uh, award categories at the Oscars that I don't know what those roles do. I'm like, oh, like the movie wouldn't function without that person. Like all that stuff is how the games industry works. And I like Overwatch, so if that's what sustains it, etc. You know, but mm. it uh, you know should be read in a row and all those people should come up and say thank you and something and be acknowledged and have a moment. And they're not, yeah, what was the trailer, 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 bunch of awards read in a row. What was the line too? Cause he said like, cause someone, I think the Baldur's gate three studio, which one game of the year there, he said something like speed, um, wrap it up or something like that while he's giving like the game of the year vote. And the like the, they were flashed on the teleprompter, wrap it up. Like yeah. after like and the, 30 seconds or something, it was, it was the tight. really annoying shit. Right. Is that he invites Kojima on to talk 10 minutes for <laughs> fucking nothing to show like a close up of a woman's face. And then like You're the right. game of the year. You're right. I didn't even think about that. That's infuriating. Right? Like he dominated like Baldur's Gate three. What, um, it's right here. Right. Game of the year. Best performance. Best community sport. Best role playing game. Best multiplayer game. Player's voice. Nominated for a bunch of other shit. Yes. It like, was the most. They were told to wrap game. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They weren't even given more than like a minute, and yet they gave Kojima multiple times stage, like multiple times. <laughs> Remember screening. last year? Last year he literally just went up. Maybe it was two years ago when he didn't have a game to announce. He literally just went up and talked about what it like his thoughts and philosophy on making a game in like COVID and and how yes. it's changed and stuff like that. No, no, I'll like, tell dude, you. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you this. It's it's my, it was my first article for High Drive. Rest in peace. They kind of just blew up over the past week, like the Communist Party, but of Canada specifically. Wait, really? Yeah. Anyway, my first, uh, uh, not in the same way it scandalized. In the same way, all of the talented people quit and left, and sort of denounced mm. it. And and now I'm kind of just observing from the side, having been tangentially involved, like I was with the other thing. All that to say, my first article for the Hard Drive. Dot net was Joff Keeley confirms Game Awards just an excuse to hang out with Hideo Kojima and I stand by that because he just fucking loves standing next to him being like this man is a visionary and the best man I know and I'm making space for him and I'll hopefully see you at the Game Awards in 2026 or whenever this comes out and <clears throat> Joff is a gaming cuck who rolls over for all the gaming execs and cool gaming people who have a lot of Twitter followers but uh kojima steve if we've learned anything is gaming chad who just refuses to make a letterbox and just posts all his movie shits and him standing in front of posters with thumbs up on (laughs) on twitter and then he makes an xbox exclusive after making a playstation exclusive he's a chad and and i respect and and has a a playstation exclusive coming out yeah yeah oh my god he's so so he's doing two things he's so cool He's dual wielding console exclusives. Like, is anyone like Quantic Dream kind of did that with PC and PlayStation? Like, uh, I guess Insomniac kind of did that with Fuse and Ratchet and Clank, and then got bought. But no, nah, he's a he's an elite design a, a game developer. I would say. 
<laughs> anyway, let's get into the Game Awards stuff. Yeah, you're right, Baldur. So I'm just going to talk about Canadian representation with an asterisk of somewhat partly, in some cases, like a fraction of the development team. But Baldur's Gate 3, developed by <laughs> Larian Studios with an office in Quebec City, with the studios based in France. They had nine nominations. They won a bunch, as you said. Uh, but I would say more importantly and more authentically, for whatever that means, Canadian would be two nominations apiece for Venba by At Brown Money in Scarborough, Ontario, and Sea of Stars in Quebec City by, no, I fucked it up, Messenger Dev. Who is that, Steve? Sabotage, Sabotage Studio. Sabotage Studios, yeah. You got yeah. it there. Best independent game was awarded to Sea of Stars, but uh, none of the other nominations won. Uh, and then lastly, I guess you could count Cyberpunk winning ongoing with their dev team in Vancouver that spun up over the past couple of years and probably helped with that win for ongoing game. But that's all the Canadian wins. What do we think? Yeah, I, w- <clears throat> I, w- I didn't feel Steam Stars that much. We can talk about that later. Mm. Baldur's Gate 3, I've dabbled in a little bit. It's dope. It definitely... I mean, mine's like between Alan Wake 2 and Dead Space. Uh, or sorry, um, Resident Evil 4 dead, with Dead Space, like kind of honorary third place there mm-hmm. um but I, I you know i'm fine i was fine with that like i'm fine with Baldur's Gate winning um, yeah I have, I have a friend that's just dot, like just all she does is play that game all my Every friends night. who have played it love it <clears throat> yeah and Co-workers. i like what i played but i just i just you know it's on my steam deck playing on my steam deck and but like the one thing i was playing and i was getting really back into it but the steam deck lasts like 90 minutes with it so ah that's, that's why you got to get the new Steam Deck, Steve. There's already a hardware refresh with longer battery. I, I almost, I was very <laughs> close to doing it. Don't and do it. No, don't Heather do it. was like, you know, she's not one to tell me not to buy things, but she was like, it, the battery doesn't seem like it's worth it. Like the, the improvement doesn't seem like it's worth it. No. Like if it was double or whatever, then cool. But it's really only, it's like, I think I was looking online. It's like, you know, instead of 90 minutes, it'd be like two hours or something like that. Something yeah, like. no, it's not worth it. So I didn't. I didn't pull the trigger. Plus, I would still have to spend like four hundred dollars, even if I sold my other one. So that's fine. And then Cyberpunk. Um, you know, I haven't really played too much of it, but people seem to really like that expansion. It being nominated Idris for best Elba in general. <clears throat> I like What's, that we just uh, put oh, guys in things, and that's like yeah, like yeah. we just we put uh, Top Gun and Flight Simulator, and we put Post Malone and Apex Legends, and we put Idris Elba in in fucking cyberpunk after Keanu Reeves. And yeah, we're just putting stuff in things until you do the Leo pointing meme. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. for, for announcements, cause that is what the game awards truly was about. Despite being called you know, the game awards, um, <laughs> behavior, the game announcements, the game, <laughs> there you go. Behavior interactive, the largest independent game studio in Canada by a magnitude of, thousand plus developers working on of course dead by daylight and spinoffs like the hooked on you dead by daylight dating sim released last year and recently announced collaborative project with supermassive games developers of until dawn and the recent you know uh what was that man of medan dark pictures anthology etc mm-hmm. was it the was it the quarry did they also do the quarry yeah recently? i was gonna say there's some sort of rock one or something yes yeah, that one was very well received uh they're working with behavior on the casting of Frank Stone, a new story-based game set in the Dead by Daylight universe. Because what have we been saying, Steve, on this very program for years now? As we've seen them put Resident Evil in Dead by Daylight for the second time, they're probably going to put it in the third time whenever the next one comes out, that they have truly <clears throat> wrought from the the horror IP universe like blood from a stone <laughs> in, the, in the Old Testament, like as much as they can. And they have to start making money off of the, like, Dead by Daylight as an IP. And so they're making the characters, spinning them out through the dating sim they released last year, their first like original game. And now this game following the Supermassive Games model of, you know, adventure game. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I can't recall what it looks like, but I am I like Supermassive. Mm-hmm. I liked Until Dawn. I liked, uh, I, I dabbled in Men and Madonna, or whatever it's called. I, I forget which episode. Well. Um, no, there were two anthologies. There was the Dark Pictures anthologies. The first episode was Man and Medan, and then there was like another yes. anthology, and that I, I didn't know any of that one. True. Um, and Dead by Daylight is a game that I would wish I liked more. Yes, I'm just not really into that <laughs> that four v one type of thing. Also, one of my lowest trophy percentages, thanks to you. I'm so sorry. Um, we can get so you did, in there with Resident Evil stuff. 
Yeah, that's well. That's fine. The the four v one like game I played the most was the Resident Evil one. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Like the, um. That's so yeah, I'm, ex- I'm I'm excited for this. Um, we are staying in the horror genre, heading over to Montreal from Toronto slash Montreal. The Red Barrels team is bringing the Outlast mm. Trials. Uh, currently in early access on PC, on the Epic Game Store and Steam, but it is leaving early access on PC and coming to PS5, Xbox Series XS, uh, March 5th. That's a typo in my document. PS4 and Xbox One. Steve, everything. March Wait, 5th. it's not coming March 5th? March 5th. No, I, I messed oh, up. Oh, it is. I put PS5 twice. I put PS5, PS5. Oh, I see, I see. I, I thought you meant the March 5th. Coming to everything. March 5th, 2024, leaving early <coughs> access on Steam. The multiplayer Outlast game. Uh, that is being very well received. Last I checked, and we'll do a little search right now, it was sitting at uh, a lot of positive reviews. Yeah, 36,000 very positive reviews on Steam. The most funny being fun Christian game for kids. A naked <laughs> man beat me and then proceeded to say I was the problem. 10 out of 10. There you go. People are having fun with it. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I was in Los Angeles three years back, and this game is a sort of toned down version of my experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm down. We're going to play this together, right? Yes, sir. PS5. So how much I is presume. it? How much is on Steam right now? Like on is Steam full... and early access, it's thirty eight ninety nine, which leads me to think it'll be either a sixty nine ninety nine or seventy nine or even eighty nine ninety nine full of game. I, I want to get a physical copy. I just love having games physically. And I have one and two <coughs> already physically on Xbox, and I'd get a Series X copy. If it's cross-play, if not, I'd get wherever you want to play with you. You know where. Oh, yeah, PS5. No, anyway, it looks really good. And uh, I'm the the trailer was hype. People are hype. It somehow swerved. It was one of the games at the tail end of everyone getting pissed off about games originally uh, announced and then said, actually, we're going to be on Epic for a bit. Epic game store for a bit now we're on everything and swerved mm. that people getting pissed off because why would you that kind of just happened for a while and it was sort of accepted like loot boxes and console games thank you bobby kodak thank you he's retired now he is yeah i'm sure he's gonna have a great time <laughs> he's on <laughs> he's in other certain news stories in the past couple of weeks if you know what i mean <laughs> wait no i don't what does he what did he do the oh list. the um Oh, oh, is he on the Epstein list? Of course, dude. He was having a grand old time. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. No, he's hilarious. Uh, Daniel Mullins. Daniel Mullins. The Vancouver-based not pedophile, I think. <laughs> uh, probably game developer uh, is making Pony Island 2, colon, Panda Circus. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played his most recent game, Inscription, a couple years ago. It was my favorite Canadian game of that year. Uh, I had a great time. I, it seems to be connected to all his other games, Super Hexagon and Pony Island, which are his other two releases on Steam, if you click on his little publisher thing. So mm-hmm. Pony Island 2, first sequel. All three of his other games, I've been told and led to believe, based on the Discord and various ARGs, that's augmented reality games, sort of extrinsic puzzles people are figuring out that connect to the game stories across all of the games. That that inscription, Super... No, like the hex, Super Hex or whatever... The Hex game and Pony Island 1 are all connected via this evil game dev company who made the game in the game world. And so this seems to be sort of more fleshing out of that concept. The trailer's awesome. It's got the thing inscription, does kind of spoilers, kind of it's all his games at this point. Thing where there's a bunch of different art styles present, like it's a 3D FPS at one point. It's a 2D Pokemon throwout kind of game at one point. It's weird. Um, hmm. and it looks hmm. cool and it has uh, speaking of putting guys in things Steve it has that guy the anime uh, Vine guy pros SD pro SD or whatever he does YouTube now he does those like really short ones where he's like every JRPG villain and it's like I am God what is like I'm a kid and whatever he does that kind of content and now he's in this video game anyway what do you think of Daniel Mullen's new project uh, I didn't understand the last the, anything that you said the last famous one. YouTuber I, is in I, the I don't game. want no no, 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 no <laughs> I don't want it, I don't want it. okay okay um, <laughs> yeah I I have to look this up Pony Island 2 so I'm a little afraid I don't have the um, my second monitor right now mm. um, honestly do you want to just roll that into wish list yeah that's, we can have that's my first oh. wish list okay yeah let's do it okay wait, wait oh, okay uh, yeah yeah 
before that, comment on the art style, and then I'll do one more news story, and then we'll roll into wish list. Because I got a start story just for you, un-Canadian related. <clears throat> oh, I, I see it, and I appreciate that. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is looking, like, pretty sweet at the, the start. So. A lot of weird art styles. A lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Like, I appreciate when there's an just... Asian man there. That's the YouTuber guy I'm telling you about. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's famous from Vine, transitioned into right. YouTube content. Let me at least log into Steam here. Now he that. does like voice acting in a lot of anime and stuff. Mm. I think some other video games, actually. He has an IMDb, you know, that kind of guy. Kind of guy who would have an like IMDb. A, sounds like a giant nerd, but cool. All right, Steve. Sega did a mega mash cut trailer yeah. of a bunch of like new looking versions of famous Sega <laughs> franchises that people were thought would it would it be fair to say analogous in the Nintendo canon to 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 something like like F Zero and Star Fox yeah. and, and oh yeah there hasn't been the, the discarded IP with fans still still <clears throat> very vocal and annoying about them on the internet. Oh, that that group that. in the Sega canon <laughs> feasted on a new Jet Set Radio, a new Shinobi, a new Golden Axe, a new Streets of Rage. That's not Streets of Rage Four, just another new one, and a new Crazy Taxi. What do you think? Hell's yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Sh- there hasn't been a new. I, man, I love Shinobi. Shinobi's so fucking cool. Um, I played the and DS. We one. haven't had a new Shinobi game since the 3DS in like 2011 or something mm. like that. And even before that, the previous one was like a PS2 game in like 2001. Fun fact, he was supposed to slice a building in half in that game. And <laughs> of course it, he was. It collapsed, but they get rid of they cut it due to 9-11. Oh, um, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Shinobi Golden Axe is dope. Streets of Rage, we just had one, but this one looked more like a 3D uh like Power Stone kind of looking thing. This is just dope, man. Yeah, like imagine Nintendo one day is just like, yo, we're bringing back F Zero. We're gonna bring you Earthbound. Oh, we're wow. gonna bring you yeah, yeah, Ice Climbers. Star we're Fox. gonna bring you Kid Icarus. We're gonna bring you Star Fox. Like all these things that you loved as a kid when you were stupid, and they never brought it back because <laughs> they don't make enough money. They're just like, yo, we're uh, we're back. Don't worry. So now, does that mean Sega's not making enough money, or what's the industry move here? Well, <clears throat> apparently they were working on a big like um uh, like um like a Destiny type of game. Yeah, and it was their most expensive game ever, and they canceled it. They just like straight up <clears throat> lost um cut it. And I think the idea now is that they, you know, they're going to keep giving you Sonic games like every year or whatever. That Frontiers game they- was the best selling <clears throat> Sonic game ever, which is a crazy stat to put out there. Yeah, and so. I think now they're kind of like, well, we have all this old shit. People have been fucking bugging us the whole time. I think there's a, uh, I think another thing too is like there's a Jet Set Radio like inspiration Kickstarter that blew up. Oh, yep. And then there was and Hi-Fi I think when, Rush. Remember Hi-Fi Rush blowing up? Yeah. And so when that happens, people are like, I think they're just like, oh, maybe people do want this stuff and we own IP and blah, blah, blah. So hmm. they also said and more. So I'd be interested what might come out of that? Like Gunstar Heroes, Rise Star. I gotta be um, honest, like of these, the only one that spoke to me and I did play was Crazy Taxi. And I love arcade games, so I would 100% play another Crazy Taxi. Oh, crazy, another Crazy Taxi would be so uh, awesome. Crazy Taxi is so funny. Yeah. Oh, I mean, would so, it still be funny? Hmm. <laughs> so hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for this. Uh, I hope that Shinobi game, I mean, we've seen five seconds of it. I hope it's... I hope it looked it, graphically and artistically it looked awesome. I hope it plays well because Shinobi three is like one of my favorite games of all time. Shinobi on PS two is great. Shinobi one on Genesis is dope. I've never played the Game Gear games. Is it like Sega's list. Ninja Gaiden? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a ninja game, and nice. I played it when I was you know six years old. Yes. So <laughs> it's like you know. So it was the coolest amazing. thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was the greatest thing in the world. I went as a I went as a ninja like that Halloween like I just oh yes oh man I guess uh, for other news to squeeze in uh, for releases and stuff Venba's came out since we recorded last and then got nominated for Game Awards. Did you know the Ridiculous Fishing remaster that came out on Apple Arcade partly developed in Montreal? There you oh, go. Nice. That's kind of us. There you go. Rogue Legacy Isn't that the, from that out. one dude who's very vocal? Ramius Mail from yeah, and he, yeah they brought it and to he. He released a, PS, a Vita game that has broken trophies. Yes, he did. 
<laughs> that's that's how I know him. If uh, I'm being perfect. Uh, and uh, Rogue Legacy Two <laughs> came out. Spaceboat oh, demos yeah, out on PlayStation. Tribute games ported Steel Assault to PS5. Grindstone came to PS5. Whoa! Did it really? Yeah. I didn't. Did I know that? I definitely forgot that. If I knew that, that is going on the wish list. Play the sound. I'll play the sound. Oh wow! The first sound of the new year. Winner, Ganya. Winner, Ganya. Uh, oh, there it is. 20 bucks. There you go. I bet you it was just on sale, too, because they had a bunch of things. Oh, they uh, did. They had the winter thing. Anyway, put yeah. it on there. Uh, anyway, all that shit came <laughs> out. The Last Hero, Nostalgia, The Rise of Evil. I don't know. That one David War posted a bit about in our Discord. That came to PlayStation, and <clears> that came to everything in June. Oh, is it a, is it a Bloodborne-looking game? Yeah, it looks like it's it. a Bloodborne-looking like game. A, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, exactly. I'll play a song from that Bloodborne looking <laughs> game. Put, a, put some games on our wish list. Oh, you know what else got announced? Yeah. What? Um, a little to the left DLC. Oh yeah. Or is it? Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Hold that on. game oh, sold a million copies, Steve. Did it really? It did. Wow. You I sound know, disappointed right? by that. No, that's an insane amount of money. It's insane. I feel like that says more about our society than, than people love game. cats and cat yeah. related content. And it was a cute couple based aesthetic project that marketed well and hit the wholesome direct buzz. Uh, actually, you know what? It already came out a little to the left cupboards and drawers arrives June 27th. Explore 25 Holy plus shit, lighthearted puzzles of curious <laughs> compartments and needs of a good time. It's basically uh, it got. So is this DLC? Is this or new game? Thank you. Cup of sports is DLC. Okay. <clears throat> it's DLC. There you go. Okay. came out in, ju- in the summer. You're welcome. Let's put some games on our wish list from various Canadian game developers, including Pony Island 2, colon, Panda Circus. I paused there like a reverend. Uh, developed and published by Daniel Mullen Games in Vancouver. Uh, he does this little glitch at the end with the date where it's like 2025, fuzzy out six, fuzzy out five. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's cute. And so sometime in the next, <clears throat> sometime in the next couple of years, <laughs> or it's the SpongeBob uh, some, a few years later. That's what it, this is game mm. is release date. Uh, quote, oh, I want to get this right. It's the first one. <clears throat> first one. <clears throat> Pony Island 2 colon Panda Circus is a phantasmagorical voyage through time, myth, divinity, and video games. Escape the lordly deities of the underworld with your soul and your sanity intact. This is not a game about ponies. Oh, he's funny. He's even funny in the tagline. It's got it's got it's got a writing that makes me smile while I read it, Steve, and that's how I can tell there. Just like inscription. And literally about this game from the cre- creator of inscription. That's got to be, you know, it, it's everyone has like a big hit after a couple years like Super Giant's biggest hit on arguably Hades, Daniel Mullins with inscription. Once you got a big hit, you got to lead with that. Mm-hmm. Cuz that is how he yeah. got me. That was the, I knew Guac- of him. Guacamelee 3. Guacamelee 3 from the creators of Guacamelee 2 comes hopefully something new in the next couple of years. They hired uh, the artist from, um, what's her name? Gabby Dorenzo on Twitter. They're hiring big yeah, artists, been... so they got to put yeah. out some big games soon. After Nobody Saves the World, which was on PS5, PS Plus, we're going to play it. Yeah. Um, Pony Island 2 looks, looks weird. Mm-hmm. Um I can't tell what kind of game it is. Like, it looks kind of nuts. Like, what are the tags here? Puzzle, point, click, first person. Yeah, you didn't play Inscription, did you? Played, like, 30 minutes of it. Gotcha. So I get the idea that it was, pardon me, it was that roguelite uh, card thing, but Mm. there, you know, there's more to it than just that. Then that's pretty much all I know. Is there more? more Did you play his other games? Because 
No, there was a Pony all. Island one in 2016, the Hex in 2018, and then Inscription in 2021. Wow, <laughs> nice even <clears throat> couple years apart. Good work for that pace. No, now I'm looking at the thing for Pony Island just to see if damn overwhelmingly positive with oh. 12,000 reviews. People Holy like shit. this. Just like yeah, yeah, no kidding. Holy fuck. No, and he puts that Good effort in. To, it's like the Undertale style meta game. There's a lot in the game files and. If you want to put in the time to look things up and connect with the community, people are solving puzzles. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, I'll throw a Pony Island on the wish list too, so you can beautiful play the sound. Um, it's also verified on Steam Deck, so that's cool. So I gotta ask: Will you also add Pony Island to colon? You only you only get one, Daniel. I'm sorry. No, I added both. Yeah. Okay. Next game today for me to throw in your wish list, Steve, comes at us from the Calgary-based guy who follows us on twitter i think so i like him uh dead <laughs> unicorn self all the games today self-developed and published uh blood running it's coming out this year you can wish this on steam quote blood running is a thrilling extraction shooter where you enter a cyber wasteland collect blood for your clients loot valuable gear and venture into the remnants of a world in ruins will you survive blood runner Dun, dun, dun. Nah, it looks pretty. It's that, um, you might recognize the Pony Pixel Art logo on Twitter for the uh, account that we follow that posts about this game. But they had another like side-scrolling a, game that did pretty well that you might also it looks recognize. Like sword, it looks like Sword and Sorcery Pixel Art, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is that kind of like simple skinny uh, Hyper Light Drifter stripped away a bit maybe. Like uh, the Runner that, uh, <clears throat> no, not the Runner. What was that other 2D, 2D pixel art one platformer? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the return was this person's previous game released May of 2023, and it had a side-scrolling similar art style. But yeah, this is the next one. It looks cool. What do you think? How did the return do? Very positive. 105. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this looks like this looks pretty sweet. Or kind of a, at at first, I was like, oh, it's Hotline Miami, but it's much slower than Hot Miami. Hotline yeah, Miami, but, it's um, much it's much more similar view perspective to like Hyper Light Drifter or yeah yeah something like that. I like it. Uh, is Blood Running from Calgary based Dead Unicorn on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. Excellent. The last game today I want to put on your wish list is, you know, I'm I'm at a point in my career you know steve i've seen a lot of games and i can tell when some games have had more work done on them than others at no fault of the person putting the amount of work in it's just some games just have had more time and more work been able to put in them you know it doesn't mean they're not one game's any better worse than experience than the other this one has a lot of fucking i'm gonna say this was made in the unreal engine it's using a lot of particle system effects that are doing a lot of things but the unknown comes from triple tap games uh followed us on Oh, I keep saying Twitter. It's been so long. It's We, we haven't podcasted in so long. It's now x.com. Oh, my God. That's right. I still call it Twitter. Though. Come on. That everyone everyone knows Everyone knows what you mean when you say Twitter. Like, everyone knows it's Twitter. Triple Tap Games, the Canadian-based game developer over on Twitter, slash x.com. Uh, tag us in. It's coming out in March of this year, approximately eight weeks. Uh, quote, a psychological horror first-person platformer. Dive into the depths of Mike's tormented mind as you navigate deadly obstacles, solve puzzles, and confront inner demons. Do you have what it takes to escape the unknown? I love his name's just Mike. Just like, dive into the depths of Mike's. Because <laughs> <laughs> from this trailer, which is just a first-person through an abstract sort of, you know, you know, in control, there's a lot of hallways with, like, stuff jutting out of the side. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, solving puzzles by moving glowing objects around. It's a psychological horror FPS platform. What do you think, Steve? FP platform. Yeah, it, it, um, it's, got that, it's got that shiny shininess with yes. the lights and all that stuff. I'm forgetting the word that I'm trying to... With the, word of it all of it no is, you're but, right it um, does have the shininess like anyone who look at this would know what you mean yeah um but yeah it looks pretty dope looks pretty cool i'm curious i gotta i feel like i gotta watch the trailer with the sound like i don't know is it, is it spooky like i also kind of like the destruction like the very start of that trailer is all the saws and stuff with the destruction environments i'm curious you i know destruction environments so you're reminiscent of knack do you remember the knack <clears throat> part of oh yeah game, of course game of the year 2013 13. 
Yeah, I yeah. think so. I still never played Knack 2, but... I did. It was all right. I lent it to someone. Yeah. Is. It's... Yeah. I was... Is the unknown. No, I was going to talk about Noctu. Let's talk <laughs> about the unknown. Is <laughs> the, the unknown uh, on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. There's a demo, too. It comes out soon, so. Yeah, a couple weeks. A demo. Steam is learning about this game, so I don't know if it's Steam Deck. Maybe maybe tune in next week, and I'll let you know if it's uh, Steam Deck. Steve uh let's uh, talk a little bit about what we've been playing because it's been it's been a while and you know it's been a while I guess you know being uh more ambiguous about the reasons in our absence people might think we were you know dealing with life things that prevent us from playing video games but no I I played a couple <laughs> games <laughs> I, mean, I think I played I beat like one game last year and that was probably God of War colon Ragnarok and you know what? I didn't enjoy it, and that kind of turned me off games for a while. So I just sort of played Overwatch Same. with Yo, my friends. I beat God of War Ragnarok too. I had to drag myself through Ugh. this boring ass game. I could not <laughs> deal with it. I'm so I'm so shocked because I love 2018. Yeah, I did too. And I I don't know what it's about this one. It's so like I'm like, why can't you just be a third? of the size like yes boy why can't you just take this exact game and split it up into two games and sure. charge me 90 dollars? i don't care just yes. split it a couple up years it's apart so, yeah, it, yeah i'm like oh man that's why i like miles morales more than spider-man 2 because yes. i'm just like miles morales was these tight. games with fluff man like it feels like the single player games in order to justify especially this new like you know how, how they come up to like a hundred dollars Canadian now they feel like they have to add extra shit in it i'd rather they just didn't like i would god of war would be so such a better and spider-man 2 would be such a better game if i wasn't biking through the park like a dork yes and all this other stuff yeah that's speaking in, of things i've played this god year <laughs> no i was gonna say speaking of other things i played this year spider-man 2 which i borrowed from a friend at work it fucking way too long and it's getting it's getting a bit tough to play these playstation games it's like spider-man 2 and god of war and <laughs> Oh, what else was I playing? The thing is, I really liked Horizon 2, but I feel like I'm walking into That's Horizon 2. That's the one I didn't with play. The, with the expectation that this is a big open world game and there's a lot to it. And I, the my problems with Horizon 2 were more that it was just the leveling. Like, I just didn't really want to level up and, and all that stuff. And it was kind of samey, but the world itself is, like, so cool and so interesting. But, like, God of War has the, probably the worst open world, like, ever like i was doing post content stuff post game content and like to get from one area to the others it's like such a hassle like i'm just like man like it's coming right after spy right after coming coming right after spider-man when i can just fucking swing and it's super fun like swinging in spider-man 2 is dope it and is the, good. the glider is awesome and the world is so cool like there's so much going on and i feel like you don't really you kind of miss it because it's it's like going so fast, but you're like, there's a lot in this world. Like yeah. there's a lot of shit going on. Um, it's funny cause I have problems. I have similar problems with all three of the big kind of Sony sequels, but like I, I really, I still like horizon two. Whereas I look down on God of war and Spider-Man two at the end of the day, I still, Spider-Man two is still probably one of my favorite games last year, but like my, my feelings of it after platinum, I was just like, eh, I'm like that could have been way better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But excited for Venom, so hopefully, you know, 
hopefully it's like Miles Morales, which is like a lot more condensed. And that's my favorite one of those games. That's funny because I'm excited for Wolverine. And I think that might just be because like the first Spider-Man, like the first God of War, like the first game of a thing like Assassin's Creed or, you know, whatever. It's usually like a lot of new tech. And so it's usually smaller because a lot of the development time is spent making the tech that's in it, like Arkham Asylum, like. You know, I can look mm-hmm. at a lot infamous one versus two. Like when you have to spend a lot of the time making the cool new tech, like they will for a game like Wolverine or uh, what was the one you just said? That's also them Venom or uh, Arcane just announced Blade. I don't know. I'm just thinking Marvel now that it'll probably be a smaller game than the sequels and other sequels coming out at the time are just because most of the development was spent on new tech and characters i hope so man i hope so if wolverine is like in the x-mansion and like talking to storm and storm is just like oh there's some refugees that like (laughs) popped up on the east side of town wolverine can you and they're getting harassed by this group can you go like beat them up i'm one of i'm one of throw my controller he's in therapy (laughs) it opens in therapy like gta 5 and he's just yeah talking to somebody about his anger problems and he has to work on them because there's a lot of I don't know. There's a lot of that going on in these games, and that's okay. They're they're connecting and resonating with people, just not with me, you know? Yeah. But, like, Resident Evil 4 is, you know, a tight remake. 15. Yes. It's a remake, but it's a tight 15, 18 hours. Like, Dead Space is a tight, like, 10, 12 hours. Like, there's games where I kind of expect that stuff. Like, I'm not going to, if I if I were to play Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which comes out in a couple months, and it's, oh, it takes yeah. me like 10 hours, I'm going like, to be upset. Um, no, no, no. It's, it's going to be like a 40-hour game for sure. Um, like, RPG, like, there's certain genres and games where I'm like, I'm going in expecting this. God of War does not need to be, like, 30 hours long. Like, it just, it doesn't. That's so, very long. There's a trophy in God of War 1 and 2 on the PS3 for beating them in like under a couple hours, which I got both for both games. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've been actually kind of thinking about jumping into those, those games because I got the PS4 Platinum for God of War 3, but I don't have the... I don't have the... I don't even know if I play God of War 1 or 2 on PS3 or PS4. That is part of that bloat. And you want to... Like Uncharted 2 is a lot of people's favorite one because I think... Like a lot of the tech did get sorted out, and like, and that's the thing. Like the sequel is often people's favorite because it does kind of hide it, kind of hit that perfect point where the tech is figured out, and you spend a lot of time on the theme because it's like uh, Assassin's Creed Two. People like uh, Arkham City. People like. Uh, oh, I did play God of War One and Two on PS3. Way back Resident then. Evil Two. So once you finish the tech, once you've done that, you get to work on a sequel with the tech already figured out. It's usually yeah. a lot more refined. Silent Hill 2, etc. And so, but I think what's happening now is like you're getting diminishing returns on the tech because like a PS5 game is pretty indistinguishable from a PS4 game. Like if you squint, like Spider-Man PS4 and 5 look kind of the same. So what's changing is like the scale of the game. And so like God of War is now a 40-hour RPG where like mm-hmm. before you just need to make it look HD to charge full price for it again and have it roughly the same length. Where yeah, is it? like I, I'm just wondering like, God of War is was five years apart I think right like 2018 April. to 2023 roughly yeah, yeah and so, like what if what would it be if you just if it was four years like what how much of the game do you have to remove to make it four years I know it's not really like that simple but. I much I just at the end of the day I must just rather have like a shorter God of War experience. Like I don't I don't know. Like mm. same as Spider Man. Like Spider Man is like thirty hour platinum and I don't I want I don't know if that game is really bloated. Like it I guess it is it's like bloated but it's still much shorter. So like the the stupid things you're doing. Like the bike you complain about biking, but like yeah. that that mission is like ten minutes long. Yeah. Right? Um and you can so skip there's a less bunch of it. shit in that game. You can't God of War. Oh, the puzzle, the puzzles I just ended up skipping <laughs> all of them. And it's funny because there's I don't know if you saw this similar. They did the Last of Us two thing where there's a puzzle and you can't skip it and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And you get ambushed while you're doing the puzzle. And it's just like in Last of Us two okay. when you're um, working on the bench and then you get ambushed when you're when you're kind yeah, of messing but with the bench because you couldn't skip that in Last of Us part two. It actually had an effect. Whereas like you knew something was up the minute you. Oh yeah, skip. I was like, I well, I thought it was glitched. I was like, uh, oh, is this like am I hitting it? a bug right now and then you know spider-man gets punched by some idiot who thinks he can take on spider-man so all right staying on god of war because i did download and play the valhalla update which turns it into a rogue light 
no, like, uh, I think it's a hard rogue like, I don't know, I haven't played too much. But yeah, there's basically a new section on the main menu now that you just click and it's called Valhalla and then you're at this door and you go into these procedurally generated rooms and fight guys and you pick upgrades at the end of each room. No, mm. it's a roguelite because there's a couple things you upgrade permanently. In the, you upgrade, in the right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a little bit of it too. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I think I was just like, I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Um, and and I'm fine with, like, I'm totally fine with this. And there's definitely more to it than, it's funny because it's like, this is actually, you're offering this for free. Like, yes. you probably could charge for this, right? Um, or Or have it be like a Miles Morales type of, experience um yeah but you know they gave it free which is it's dope i didn't really i mean i played it and i was just like you know what i'm just i'm just done with with god of war in general hmm. i was just like i don't need to this is cool and it's different or whatever i don't know are they gonna just throw roguelite stuff into every single yes all right now? so that's what i also want to talk about because in a couple of weeks the last of us part two remastered hilarious already is coming out with a roguelike mode and i yeah. and after factions was canceled and, like, this feels like, all right, two s- thoughts going on here, but this feels like, you know, after Dark Souls and all that stuff blew up, a bunch of games started doing that thing, like Jedi Survivors, and, you know, games started having those mechanics in them, like mainstream normie games from, like, EA and Ubisoft and Activision. <laughs> and so after mm-hmm. Hades blew up and made, like, five to ten million copies and just was market-tested or whatever, Rogue... Uh, as a genre like or light just started ma- like being seeping into other games that once Sony bought uh, Bungie and was like, all right, make all our games live service hits mm-hmm. like destiny. Bungie looks over all this stuff and, and maybe this was independent at the time or it could just be like, yeah, this is working over here. Put this in. We we're doing that kind of stuff in destiny, experimenting with it, uh, cut the standalone last of us thing. And they're sort of like coalescing and like, you know, making everything into very easily <clears throat> copyable, I don't know, design uh, patterns, design cycles. And, and it bothers me because I, I wanted factions. I didn't want the rogue thing. But the rogue thing still be fun. I really want to get it and play it. And my girlfriend wants to get it and play it. Oh, yeah, I have a girlfriend again. That's nice since last time we recorded. I love her. Mwah. I still have a wife. So. Right, that's good. What and do you think baby. of Well, a four-year-old. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, I, yeah, it does seem like they're kind of going in, in this sort of, you know, uh, yeah, is everything going to get a rogue? Like, like what's even the next, like hell divers. I'm excited for hell. Divers, oh, me too, dude, that. dude. Housemark, um, Housemark's back, baby. Oh no, yes. That's, no, that's, no, 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 that's that, not Housemark. That's, no, is that no, not no. Housemark? Fuck. No, 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 no. Sorry. Is Housemark still to... cursed to the. Well, they, they may return all whenever Yeah, was. but. Helldivers is another studio because I think the last game that studio that worked Sony on was Helldivers or Europe XDev or whatever. Uh, here, let's let's just Google it before you. you know. I really want Helldivers. I've been playing Arrow, uh, Arrowhead Game Studios. Who do they do? And the oh, last game they the made was Helldivers. Helldivers. Okay, well I liked it, Gaunt. so I'll play another one. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, that house. I would love another house market. That was my. I'm surprised actually there wouldn't be a small little kind of house marky kind of thing by now. Because Returnal was what? That was no, that was like three years ago, wasn't it? Returnal was launch, so like 2020. That was my Freudian desire for house mark games, just making mm. it manifesting. Um, I do kind of have to wrap it up. A little bit, All right, way. but well, what else have you been playing since last time we hung out? What do you What do you think about? I mean, Canadian-wise, today I today I bought uh, Mario Strikers yes, the soccer game because we played the demo. No, so f- I lost four games in a row. Sophia played a game by herself and she tied, so she's getting better than me at games. So I'm very very proud, Daddy. Oh, moments. that's good. Uh, but we bought that. Um, you know, it's it's, it's fun. I I literally played like an hour of it though, so I don't have much, but it seems pretty sweet. You can play eight players at once, which is kind of nuts. Like local, it is. So you can't do not that I have seven people than, to invite over, but at a certain point, you can only use single Joy Cons, which is funny. But yeah, that seems like it'd be awful. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool and Canadian, obviously. Um, by a Nintendo owned studio, right? They bought them. A little while ago, first isn't next, it next first level game, next, next level, level games. games yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Mario, Super Mario RPG, um, Paper Mario. We beat recently Mario Wonder. She's not really, she's not really into it that much. Um, 
picked up some PSVR two stuff, Crossfire, first person shooter. Oh yeah, and then the studio that. closed. You're welcome. Yeah, that one's thanks yeah, that for buying their games, Steve. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it's funny because they released the season, like the first season for their the, the only season I guess for their game. And then, like the close was like announced like a week later. I was just like, because when the season came out, I was like, oh, cool, I'll I'll dive back in and just see because I haven't played in a while and you know see what patches are going. And then they just decided to cancel the game. I was just like, eh. now I have like no desire really to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then something I d- I have been playing quite a bit, and you, we've had completely different experiences. I I've been playing XCloud like on my phone. Oh yeah, and it's working like perfectly. Like That's playing crazy. Goldeneye, playing Remnant Two, playing Halo Infinite. Wow. Playing random mini games like future now, working amazing. And so playing with a controller hooked up to your phone, uh, like yeah, exactly. Like my phone's like in the controller shell thing. Gotcha. So, huh? Works great. There's been a few, maybe a few lag spots, but like I was playing Remnant Two online with other people, and it worked perfectly fine. Like it was, interesting. I was like blown away. I was like, how is this possible? Meanwhile, remote play for my PS5, which is four feet away from me to my phone is lagging and I don't know why <laughs> you have to come over and fix that. So I can, I can try. Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, when I tried it, oh, I don't know when it would have been last year sometime I played loot river and it was tearing up to shit. And then I went to my network settings to do a speed test. And my network down was like 1.5 gigabits per second. I was like, Oh, it's not me. This is X clouds issue. But, yeah. and then I tried it, uh, to play halo infinite, I guess most recently, yeah, a month or a couple months ago. And it was like, yeah, it was like, this looks all right. I wish it was downloaded, but no, it's yeah. good. To, maybe it just looks really good on a phone. Cause like I get that with, um, I watched, uh, Indiana Jones five dial of destiny on a plane over Christmas. And I was like, <laughs> oh, nice. I, I love, <laughs> I love watching a movie on a plane. No, dude, on a plane screen. I was like, all, yeah. I was like, this looks all right. You know, this looks kind of okay. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Mad Max, the, yes. the Mad Max movie on on a plane. <laughs> it was like, like wow, movie. this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is so fun. <laughs> I was like, I see why everyone really likes this movie. This looks great. <laughs> Just so good. But yeah, no, definitely. That's what I, that's what I should be doing with games. It's like I'm putting them on a nice big pretty TV. You just gotta play Spider Man Two on a CRT that's like 20 inches across. And you're like, ah, actually, this is all right. This is kind of fun. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. A, uh, anyway, all right, I, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's it for episode. What is this? Two hundred and thirty-two. Asterisk. Lost in time. The lost Jake episode of the KingGameDevs.com podcast. Cheers to more episodes in twenty twenty-four. Uh, we're gonna have more guests, more interviews. Uh, vote in our polls. Top of the show notes for Canadian Game of the Year, most anticipated Canadian game, and best ongoing Canadian game. Uh. We, of course, couldn't do this without our patrons over at patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. You can back us there to get special early access to the podcast, a Discord perk channel exclusive to our patrons. Uh, And at the $5 credited patron tier or higher, I'm a mess today, Steve. We would like to personally thank you. So thank you so much to Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Kai Hutchins, Nicholas Azorko, and Slaughter. Neko, drop us a review if you're able on whatever you're listening to. Steve, in our bet column, the final file size for Fae Farm was 1.9 gigabytes. So it dropped one point it dropped point one gigabytes, so you win. So I will get it for you. Uh, you that's, yeah, for I mean it. Did you get it for Heather already, I assume? Or oh, yeah, Heather. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God damn one. I mean, that's like, I, I, I feel like we should have, we should have, when we did that bet, we should have put in like a scale. Mm. It didn't really go out that much. I guess percentage-wise, it like kind of is like a third, but it's not really, like I was. Yeah. I bet it was going to go up, though. I was like, there's no way they're going to fit that in two gigabytes, and they fit in less. So salute mm. to the people over at Dauntless, Phoenix Labs. The Daunt- I almost nice. said Dauntless devs. Uh, do you want to play some I mean, 2024? I mean, they are, the Daunt- they are the Dauntless They are the devs. Dauntless uh, Next time, next time. Next time, it. okay. All right, everyone, stay safe out there. Uh, hang out with us on Discord. Uh, do the daily guess the game. That guy's in our Discord now. That's cool. Talk to him. That happened, I don't know, if since last time we recorded. What's this? The guy who made that guess the game is in our Discord? Yeah. 
We talked a bit about what? it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you missed that. That's that was amazing. really fun, dude. No, showed up. It's like, oh, I play this game every day. It's like, yo, I made it. I was like, no way. I played this, probably my most played game of the year. <laughs> Good, good work yeah that you know he's from canada there you go that's my canadian game of the year is guess the dot game yes. canadian go. game we gotta we gotta bring it back then we gotta bring <laughs> yes. it back it was, uh right. it's good all right see you everyone bye All right, One uh, minute and 52 and a half <laughs> seconds ahead. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, that's from the atomic clock. So you're literally in the future. Wow. That uh, is you're oh, your boy Na- Nelson Mandela is the guy. Oh, shit. I didn't even read his quote. Let me go check. We must use time wisely and forever realize that the time is always right to do right. It is. <laughs> uh, it is. The word's well said, Nelson. I took... Uh, Somewhat similar. It's better to, what is it? Uh, time in the market is better than timing the market. I don't know that I mean, one. That's good. They though. say that for stonks. It's just like, just go, just buy, just get in because mm-hmm. you can't like, basically, day trading is impossible.